goodness, thank you so much for tuning back into Uni's Diary. I'm so excited that you decided to join me for another month. So as you know, it's March, so we are on chapter two, Who Qualified Her? Oh, and it's International Women's Day, so doesn't it seem fitting that our second chapter happens to fall in the month of March on the day where we celebrate the contributions, the trailblazing, the confidence, the boldness, and the qualifications of women. It's amazing. So I just want to shout out all the amazing women who are tuning in. You are highly favored. You are highly qualified. You are highly influential. You are highly impactful. So thank you so much for kicking it with me. And I want us to get into this chapter right away. And I should say, I got super, super excited thinking that we, (laughs) I was getting ahead of myself, thinking that we were on chapter three, right? The vision, I got a little too excited, but God's like, girl, go back and check because we're not on chapter three yet. We're on chapter two. And it's amazing that this chapter falls on the day that we celebrate just the, the amazingness and power and boldness of women. So let's go. All right, all right, all right. So who qualified her? So I know this book is about my journey and speaking to the testimonies that God has given to me and finding a way to compile everything and package everything beautifully and share it. But as you know, one of the things that I said is that I want to share these testimonies, one, because I got to, I can't be quiet about, you know, the experiences that I have and not sharing. But also, I wanted to show you the parts that we tend not to see through social media, right? We see a lot of highlights, but we don't often see the times and the moments when we aren't really (laughs) experiencing those highlights. So who qualified her? Let me say this real quick. Girl, listen, stop waiting for the social media world to deem you an influencer. And let me put a capital on that I. Stop waiting for the social media world to deem you an influencer before you start using the influence that God has already given you. All right, we'll come back to that one. But let me tell you something. If I tell you the amount of times that people have said, oh, she thinks she's an influencer. Oh, she thinks she's this. Oh, she's talking like she's an influencer. Listen, everybody has a level of influence. Whether you have one follower on your social media platform or you have a million or a hundred million, you still influence the people who are in your network, who are in your circle, who are in your quote unquote following. Let's look at the definition of an influencer. An influencer is simply, and I'm taking this right from the internet just so that we have, you know, the same understanding. We're starting from the same space or place. So an influencer is simply someone who has influence over others' buying decisions or, let's say more broadly, other people's decisions. In other words, 
It's someone who has the influence, the authority over or trust of a certain group of people. So you have authority or trust over a certain group of people, even if that is three people. In marketing parlance, an influencer is someone who causes others to make specific consumer decisions. Here's another definition. An influencer is someone who has the power to affect the purchasing decisions of others because of his or her authority, knowledge, position, or relation with his or her audience. Now, if you are on social media, for example, let's say you're not crowned a social media influencer or an influencer at all. When people observe what you're doing, are they not an audience? And if they're an audience and you have the authority and the power to influence their decisions, let's not even talk about buying power or purchasing decisions, but just decisions broadly, doesn't that make you an influencer? Doesn't that mean you have a certain level of influence? Yeah, but even before that, there is something greater that qualifies you, quote unquote. Well, I asked the question, who qualified me? Who qualified you? Who qualified her? Does my qualification come from my education? Does my qualification come from somebody else's standard and what they deem to be influential? Even if somebody in particular isn't influenced by what you do, the fact of the matter is you still influence somebody else who is connected to you or connected to somebody who's connected to you. And so don't wait for the qualifications of somebody else before you do what God has told you. Don't keep your mouth shut because you're not quote unquote qualified, right? As we know in history, Women haven't been recognized and still aren't fully recognized for their contributions, for their leadership, for their thought leadership, for their thoughtfulness, for their input, for their insight, for their wisdom, for their knowledge. All of these things, a lot of women are not considered qualified. But who qualifies her and who qualified you and who qualifies Let's even keep that in the present tense, right? Because as we go through different experiences, whether that's in our employment, in our ministries, in our education, these are questions that we come up against and we have to have answers in order to what? Break through those barriers. So I like to say, you know, before I used to say things like, you know, women are climbing the ladder. But what I'm saying is we serve a God Who sits encircled above the earth? He has all power. He has given us authority. So who can stop you? Who do you need to qualify you? Do you need another person to tell you that you're good enough? Even when it comes to careers, right? A lot of women, and some of you may know this, but I love to encourage and provide insights and shares my own experiences when it comes to career development. And one thing that I always encourage women especially is 
There isn't anything that is impossible for you, especially if you are in Christ. There's nothing that is impossible for you. There's no glass ceiling that you need to break through. Why? Because you have a God who sits above the clouds, above the earth, above the sky. The sky is not even your limit. God always says, come up a little higher. So those things aren't your limitations. Yes, you're going to experience barriers. You're going to experience times when you come against the reality of what it's like to be told that you are unqualified or hmm, overqualified, right? And these are things that even through other work that I do, helping women, helping people with their career development, I pour into them that you don't have to be qualified even for a particular job. You don't even have to think you're qualified for a particular position before you pursue that position. There are ways to craft your narrative. There are ways to brand your professional image. There are ways to speak to your experiences, to the skills that are transferable, that make you the best candidate for a job, that make you stand out, that make you tell the story that the company that you're applying to needs you on their team. So it's not just about listing your qualifications. It's about boosting who you are Because you know that he who has created you has given you the authority to walk into spaces and be a light. To walk into spaces and be bold. To walk into spaces and shift the atmosphere. Stop backing down because somebody else doesn't recognize the influence, the influence, the influence that you have. All right? So that's the first thing. And let me say something else. Just because you're not crowned, capital I, an influencer by the social media world, doesn't mean that God hasn't crowned you the light of the world and salts of the earth. No, 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 no. I don't think you heard me. Just because you're not crowned an influencer, capital I, doesn't mean God hasn't crowned you the light of the world and salt of the earth. What does that mean? So when you go into a space where darkness fills a room, what does that mean as somebody who is the light? Not that you carry light. You are the light of the world, which means when you enter a space where darkness has filled that atmosphere, What did I say before? You're an atmosphere changer. You shift atmospheres. So when you step into a room, you should bring a level of light through your countenance because the glory of God rests upon you. I can't share this without acknowledging the fact that this light, this glory, this power, this shifting, this authority comes from God alone. If you are in Christ, you are the light of the world. What does scripture say? That you are a light. What does scripture say? That you are a light set upon a hill. And a light that is set upon a hill gives light to the whole city. You give light to your whole social media platform. You give light to your whole 
city. You give light to your whole community. You give light to your whole province. You give light to your whole nation. You give light to the whole world. Let's deduce this. You are the light of the world. Let's work backwards. So that means you got to be the light of your nation for you to be the light of the world, right? And if you're the light of your nation, then you got to be the light of your province, the light of your state, the light of your territory. And if you are the light of your state, of your province, of your territory, then you must be the light of your city or town. And if you're the light of your city or your town, then you must be the light of your community. And if you are the light of your community, then you must be the light of your circle, family, friends. And if you are the light to those people, then you are the light to anybody who's connected to you, including your social media platform, which means you are an influencer by birth because you are in him. And you're the salt of the earth, which means you give taste, you bring taste. You ever tried food that didn't have enough salt? <laughs> I can tell you that I don't really like cooking with a lot of salt, but I know that salt brings out flavors. It brings out the taste of the meal that I'm preparing. When my husband wants to eat my curry chicken, <laughs> for example, I got to make sure that it's tasty enough. There's enough salt in it. And so it brings the flavors of that meal out, which means if you are the salt, remember, you're already qualified. You don't need to wait for somebody to tell you that you're qualified. You are already qualified by the master creator, right? By God himself, not the universe. By God who created the universe and who holds the universe in his hand and who sits above the earth, okay? So you are deemed to be the salt of the earth which means everywhere you go you gotta be tasteful you gotta be tasteful and so what do i do with that so let's take for example a job opportunity remember in chapter one i talked about the unconventional journey uh having experiences of doors being shut in my face well I take that and I say, you know what, just because that person didn't give me that opportunity doesn't mean that I'm not qualified. You can't tell me that I'm not qualified. But perhaps there are areas where I need to improve, right, to demonstrate my qualifications or to demonstrate that I am the best fit, the best person for this role, or that opportunity just was not ordained for me to step into at that time, if at all. So what I do is because I know that I am already ordained an influencer, somebody who goes into spaces and shifts the atmosphere, brings with me the countenance of God because his glory rests upon me, because his presence goes before me. I go in with a level of boldness where you can't tell me that I'm not the best person for this position or you can't tell me that I don't have a level of influence why because I've come to understand my place my identity as a black person my identity as a Christian my identity as a woman a black woman 
a young black woman is not going to stop me from getting into spaces where I am called to shift the place, to shift mindsets, to shift hearts, to shift attitudes, to shift perspectives, to shift outcomes, to make impact. I already know who I'm called to be. I'm called to be. You're called to be a light. You're called to be the salt. Bring that light. Pierce that darkness. Go into there and shine. Go into that space and make an impact. Don't shy away because somebody told you you are not an influencer. Who deems people to be influencers in this world? I mean... In the world of social media, there's some sort of selection committee, I presume, that's implied maybe, right? Where people believe that they can tell people, dictate, and determine who is qualified to be an influencer, who can talk as if they're an influencer. Do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know who created you? And do you know what he has said about you? That you're the light and the salt, which means you got a lot of influence, you got a lot of impact to make. And God has ordained a purpose, a plan, a future for you that you can't afford to shy away. You are already deemed an influencer because of who you are in Christ, because you are a citizen of his kingdom. So you already have carry, exude a level of influence that is supernatural. So let's just look at a scripture. Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority. Right? This is Jesus speaking. I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. So he's saying that he has given you. Who qualified you? Well, God has given you authority to step into a space, to pierce the darkness by bringing in the light that you carry, the light that you are. And he has given you authority over the earth because you are the salt of the earth you give taste to the earth you bring flavor you bring taste and so if we also have the same spirit that resurrected christ then we have the power to influence and we have the power to do then we have the power to shift then we have the power to change and let me tell you when i came into that revelation I understood things so differently. It didn't matter what anybody else was saying in terms of she's not an influencer, but she's talking like she's one. I already know that God has given all of us who are in him the authority to speak, the authority to do, the authority to lead, the authority to make ways where there is no ways, the authority to go through the different experiences, journeys, closed doors. He has given us the authority to overcome those things, to literally tread on scorpions. He has given us that power. And so the other day, my husband and I we were in the car and he was listening to a song called Never Defeated. And I kept hearing that ringing in my mind, ringing in my mind, ringing in my mind. I will never be defeated. You will never be defeated. It doesn't matter who tries to say that they qualify you or they don't. You will never be defeated because you have put your trust in the one who has already deemed you as undefeated. 
So you're undefeated as a woman. Walk into those spaces. Claim the, the territory. Claim that everything your hand touches turns into gold. Claim that every time you take a step, your territory, your land is expanding. Claim it. Claim it. I'm not trying to preach to you right now, but I'm just saying this is a chapter that I'm very, very passionate about because we always hear these things so many times and it's like even through your applications that you put in for a job, somebody wants to tell you that you're not qualified. Who are they to tell you that you are not qualified? You have the power to curate your narrative so that it speaks of authority. I know one thing that my sweet cousin uh, said to me is the way that you speak through your resume is really, really bold. Like you make it sound like these people need to bring you on board. Like you are here. Like you stepped into the room and you said you are here. And this is what I like to teach women. So don't worry if you do want that type of help please just reach out to me. <laughs> I'm not advertising that right now. But what I'm saying is that you already carry the influence. You already carry the qualifications. You've already been qualified by the one who created the earth. And now the people that populate, that come into the earth are trying to tell you that you're not qualified, that you're not an influencer, that your voice doesn't matter, that you need to quiet down or you just need to be quiet. Doesn't it sound a little bit familiar? Right? These are things that women have been standing up against for a long time, being told that they can't speak, being told that they can't preach, being told that they can't, they can't come into a certain space, being told that they can't take certain leadership roles. These are things that women have been coming up against and trying to break through those things. And now, and now sometimes people are tearing other women down. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. But all I want to say to you today is you already carry the light of God. You are the light. He has made you the light. He has made you the salt. Step into that space where there is darkness, where there is discouragement, where there is no hope. Bring that hope. Bring that encouragement. Bring that light. Pierce the darkness because you have the power, the authority to do it. That means that whatever you declare in your mouth, it shall come to pass. As long as you see what the promises of God are for you. You already know who has qualified you. Stop asking the question, am I qualified for this? Am I qualified for that? Who's going to tell you whether or not you're qualified? Your education? Your experiences? Doesn't it matter more what God has said about you because he knows you better than you know yourself? And he knows you better than anybody else knows you? So who is anybody else to qualify, disqualify, dismiss? One door closes, you get back up. Yes, you go through the, the reality of how you feel. You deal with those feelings. You deal with those emotions. But you get up and you keep on going because you already know who's inside of you, who has given you the authority to speak boldly and to see those things that you speak come to pass. That's why I was so excited about chapter three, right? The vision. Because some of us, we gotta we gotta learn these principles and minding your tongue. These are all chapters that are so near and dear to me. 
because I know what it's like to feel, to be, forget about feel, to be dismissed, to be shut out, to be excluded, to be the misfit. I know what it's like. And I'm here to tell you that you don't need to wait for somebody to qualify you. Stop waiting for social media to deem you the influencer or an influencer before you start using the influence God has given to you. One thing my favorite, one of my favorite women has said, Tiffany Montgomery, she said her fear of public speaking ended when she continued to speak publicly. And that's literally my story too. The more I put myself in uncomfortable situations in college, putting myself at the front of the class, sitting at the front of the class, knowing well that my professor would quote unquote pick on me and ask me to speak up or share my idea or input or anything I might've had to challenge an idea that he had or she had. I knew that that was going to be uncomfortable, but I put myself in those uncomfortable situations to break through, to break out of that shell because I know the power, because I know the authority, because I know the territory that God has given to me. God has given you people that you need to influence, people that you need to inspire, people that you need to lift out of the Mary clay, out of darkness because you pierce the darkness. So that means you have to be able to take people out of that dark place. And so the more I did, the more I engaged publicly, I became more comfortable. I became more professional. I became more of an expert. Don't wait for somebody to call you the expert or an expert or good enough or qualified enough. You need to face your fears boldly and understand That God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you a spirit of boldness. He's given you a spirit of a sound mind, of love. So everything that you do, as you are a light bearer, as you are the light upon a hill that gives light to the whole city, you influence people, whether people like it or not. So let me say it one more time. Just because you're not crowned an influencer with a capital I does not mean God has not already crowned you the light of the world and the salt of the earth. And you are an influencer. And if that doesn't (laughs) let you know that you are qualified, I don't know what will. But I hope that this helps you see that you do not need to wait for the qualifications of other people to go. So I will catch you next week where we'll reflect. We'll ask ourselves some questions. We'll go through uh, the process of just thinking about our own experiences, different parts of our journeys, and times when we've been challenged with this question, who qualified her? Who qualified him? Who qualified them? And we might even ask ourselves, who qualified me? I'm not qualified for this. Well, you are. So we'll talk about this in our reflection. And I can't wait to hear from you next week. Much love. Keep shining. Keep bringing that flavor. Keep bringing that heat. Keep stepping into places where you're unwanted, where you're unwelcome. (laughs) 